This is an RNZ podcast. Back here, nearly 150 Auckland printing workers are out of work effective immediately in a decision that's left them shocked in its swiftness. A global paper shortage and the government's decision in 2020 when COVID hit to shut down magazine printing are being blamed. That was TVNZ News host Simon Dallow on One News last week with news that it was game over for the witty plant of printing company Ovato. Now that was previously one of the fixtures of the local printing industry as TVNZ reporter Katie Bradford went on to explain. The managing director telling One News a global paper shortage was the final straw. Europe has stopped supplying paper here and New Zealand suppliers are rationing it. It's over. We've got no paper. The problem's exacerbated by the government's decision to stop the printing of magazines and brochures during lockdown in 2020 and last year's closure of the Kawaro pulp and paper mill. Now that raises a few questions right away. How come we need foreign paper to print magazines here, a country full of trees? And was that short-lived ban on publications during the first COVID lockdown two years ago really a factor in pulling the plug on a major printing plant now? Later, we'll ask an industry leader about that and more about the future of print in New Zealand. But first up, though, that global paper shortage is real. The war in Ukraine, COVID disruption and even a labour dispute in Finland are all part of it, as I learned from a print industry podcast produced across the Tasman recently. Unprecedented uh, pressures that uh, supply is under right now, all those things, any one of those things on its own, a shipping crisis, war in the Ukraine, UPM, huge $10 billion a year paper maker, which uh, supplies much stock to Australia, on strike for now 83 days um, or yeah, almost three months. Any one of those would be big. All three of them together is really big. But the upshot is uh, prices will go up. That's The Print Files, the podcast of the Aussie print industry publication, Print 21, explaining that global supply squeeze on paper. And while the suddenness of Ovato's closure here last week was a shock, it wasn't all about sudden supply squeezes and price spikes, and it wasn't exactly a bolt from the blue. Ovato, which prints commercial catalogues and junk mail as well as magazines, was formerly known as PMP Limited, a trans-Tasman printing company led for a time by David Kirk, who was also formerly the boss of our biggest news publisher, Fairfax Media, now known as Stuff. Over the years, Ovato New Zealand took over lots of local printing companies, such as Adams Print, Baskins, First in Print and Times Colour, and it also took over the powerhouse of magazine distribution in this country, Gordon and Gotch. But the growth of digital media has hit hard in recent years, and last September, Ovato closed its Christchurch branch, blaming rising costs following the closure of the Tasman Mill in Kauro last June. Now, that decision was made by the owners, Nurska Skog, the giant Norwegian paper producer whose closest plant to us now is actually across the Tasman. And according to the Print Files podcast, it's a problem for print publishers in both countries. Now, Australia's only remaining newsprint mill, the Norska Skog plant in Tasmania, wants to hike its prices by at least 30%. Is that realistic, Wayne? And what will it mean for the newspaper industry? A 30% rise is, uh, is a challenge for any business. Uh, Norskiskog's parent in Norway has basically told it, you've got to make a profit. Um, Norskiskog's mill here in Tasmania has uh, been suffering or been in competition for years with cheap Asian imports. Uh, but those days are coming to an end, partly because of the shipping crisis, partly because of all the other crises that are going on. So Norskiskog is now the major supplier for newsprint to Australian and New Zealand news, newspapers because to find alternate supply in these times uh, would be very difficult. 
the customers, the newspapers, will have to pay that uh, rise. Now that mill in Boya, Tasmania, is now the main supplier of newsprint for newspapers here too. And when the Kawaroa mill closed in June last year, Stuff reported that it had been given assurances of imported paper from Tasmania until mid-2022. Stuff, NZME and Horton Media all say that they have secure contracts in place for paper. Though the operations manager at Stuff, Ricky Baker, recently told trade magazine NZ Printer, no one can predict the future and we need newsprint so we can continue to provide all of our services. And another complication of all this is who actually owns the printers these days. At the same time Ovato shut down in Christchurch last year, the magazine publisher ARE Media took it over after they got a green light from the Commerce Commission. ARM Media is the outfit that bought up the likes of The Listener and New Zealand Woman's Weekly after its German owner Bauer Media suddenly shut up shop during the first lockdown here back in 2020, leaving subscribers and retailers high and dry for months and all the staff out of work. Last year, ARE Media also said that Ovato's printing presses would help ensure that its titles and those of other magazine publishers could have a secure route to market for many years into the future. Well, that clearly hasn't worked, and magazine publishers now need to find another printer at a time of very tight supply and rising costs. The demise of the Ovato plant at Witty also leaves the rival company Webstar as the only major web print operation in the whole of the North Island that can do magazines in bulk. Webstar is part-owned now by private equity firm Mercury Capital, which also owns ARE Media, which is now the country's biggest magazine publisher. So is the structure then able to handle the pressure that's currently piling up on the printing industry and the publishing businesses? I asked the CEO of the printing industry's umbrella body, PrintNZ, Ruth Cobb. We don't really have the infrastructure here to support such um, big manufacturing plants. The, those paper, the paper mills, they're quite hungry beasts. When COVID hit, Carl which was our last remaining um, paper mill, which makes the stock that most magazines and newspapers are printed on. They re-evaluated. There was nervousness that volumes would drop. Initially, magazines and newspapers, some of them couldn't print. And they had a look at all this in the light of COVID and decided that they couldn't keep that um, business viable. To some extent, too, you know, the, the market bounced back quite quickly and probably um, caught them by surprise as well. And, you know, maybe that would have been a different decision um, if we had crystal balls that we could see into the future and figure out that that was going to come back, you know, to some volumes that might have been sustainable. And Ruth, people might have seen on the likes of TVNZ1 News, you know, the, the sad news about the closure of that plant in Woody and 150 people, some of whom worked there for quite a time, uh, losing their jobs. But there will still be part of that plant that's, that's operating and still making publications. Yeah, so there is part of that plant will remain operational and part of the work that the type of work that they do there, they will be able to still produce some of those magazines in a different form of print. So some of those publishers may well remain with the Ovato biz. The reports about the closure of Ovato's plant in Auckland also referenced uh, the government's, uh, well, I'll call it a ban. I know they say it wasn't exactly that, but where magazines were deemed sort of non-essential during the, um, the COVID lockdown back in 2020. Um, but look, that is two years ago, and is that really a factor for closing down a print plant now? 
some it does have some bearing in that space because what happened at that time is that some of the publishers were forced to quickly move across to a digital platform when they couldn't publish at all. And then, of course, when they came back, they then some of them came back but with reduced volumes. The flyers that you would have normally got through your mailbox every week saying come to Harvey Norman or come to the warehouse or come to New World or Countdown weren't produced in as big a volumes as they had been. And so that did make a change to the shape of the business. Yeah, I suppose at this point I have to declare um, a slight sort of personal interest in that two of my school-age kids were employed by Avato to uh, deliver the circulars you're talking about there uh, and also a regional council newspaper. So, yeah, in the last fortnight they've had their sort of first media redundancy, I guess. But there will be people around the country who will be um, affected by that. It's probably not something that will come back. Some of it won't and um, some of it will. The, the, the community newspapers, they have remained quite throughout and they suffered from the same ban that the um, magazines did initially and but but they have bounced back quite strongly and some of those things going you know the letterbox is an important channel for a lot of people well, Ruth, when um our media last year took over Ovato, so the publisher took over the, well, the, the retail uh, part, I think the distribution part of Ovato. Was it really yeah, a good although, idea for the publishers to have a, a stake in the printing and the distribution as well? That's about economies of scale, I think. And, you know, there are probably other businesses as well that control their supply chain from manufacture through to distribution out to the to the end user. Um, and, and the R distribution business is still going, so that's still there. You know, the, those publications that they were producing can be produced by other printers in New Zealand, either in other print formats or in the same print format at a different printer. So that distribution channel remains for them. But but in addition to um, R Media, A-R-E Media, as, as it, some people call it, to spell A-R-E, um, there's also the fact that Mercury Capital, the company that owns um, R Media, they've now got a, a stake in Webstar as well, the remaining printer. So would you be concerned as an industry that you know that there might be the same problem here if you've got the again the publisher also having a big stake in in the printer? If it's difficult to sustain printers as big as Ovato, could that be a problem down the track? No, I don't think so because I think it was a unique set of circumstances that has led to this situation. So I don't see that as being an issue at all. It was quite impressive the way that the magazine business responded to that disruption in 2020 and the lockdown and when they could, just couldn't be published um, and the closure of Bauer Media. We even had companies like uh, School Road, uh, a new publisher that launched four new titles in that um, uncertain market, which is a really bold thing to do. Are they going to find things harder now? Some of them are going to have to find new printers. Those new publications that came out of um, disruption in 2020, what that did was emphasise just how many people are reading magazines and how strong that market is. But there are other businesses that can manage that process for them. And the current um, squeeze that we've got at the moment, in the end, the, the cost of our papers and magazines is likely to rise, possibly quite soon, as a result of all that? Look, it's nothing to do, <laughs> do with the closure of Avata. You can't go out your front door at the moment without you know, looking at price increases across a range of products. And so um, that was likely to be a situation anyway. We're reliant on, you know, the issue with supply chains and getting access to shipping and containers to come down to this part of the world. We all know how much the cost of shipping has increased. And then on our front doorstep, we have things like the minimum wage and going up 6%. So that puts the cost of 
labour up and the relative cost for your other staff and your business. Um, that was, you know, price increases, I think, in every industry are pretty much a given at the moment and, and not unique to our industry at all. But is there perhaps a vulnerability too that will worry uh, makers of newspapers? Yeah, look, there's a vulnerability with anything when you're relying on, on overseas sources. Staff have contracts going into the future, as will NZME and Horton Media, all the companies that are producing these newspapers. They will have been working on this problem much earlier than the, the glitch with Ovato. So this this is something they have been working on right through from the beginning of COVID and ensuring that they've got the stock that they need to keep producing the papers. That was Ruth Cobb, Chief Executive of the Printing Industry's umbrella body, Print NZ.